Welcome in, friend. This is 500 Seconds to Joy, and I'm your host, Stephanie. This is a podcast for the busy mom who needs a little extra joy in her day. I will chat with you for just a few minutes and share some encouraging words and biblical truth. I also have fabulous guests who are sure to inspire you and remind you that you matter and you were created for a divine purpose. Get ready to be encouraged, lovely friend, and soak in the words to the song you're about to hear. It was composed by Crystal and Bobby from Flow Uptuous. May it speak to your sweet mama heart. Enjoy. to take a breath now, a sweet moment for you. And it's time to acknowledge all the things that you do. Oh, mama, don't you worry about the girls and the boys. It's time to take a break with 500 seconds to joy. Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie. Here we are again. It's part two, episode 84.5. I'm talking with Dennis and Kayla from the DC Experiment podcast. They're all about encouraging dads in their faith life and helping marriages and families to thrive. And so in part two, we're diving more into what it means to unconditionally love your spouse and how we can look at God's love for us, how we can choose to love our spouse. So much goodness, so many years of wisdom and life lessons that Dennis and Caleb are sharing with us today. I know you're going to love continuing to listen to our conversation. May it bless you and your marriage. Not knowing quite how that looks. And the thing that I would like to share with all these couples out there listening to us is uh, you have to figure out what works for you. You know, not everybody has the perfect situation and has all the right answers. If your foundation is Jesus Christ. After that, you can figure out what works for you. You know, like even financially for a long time, well, not for a long time. We actually figured this out early in the first couple of years. You know, I wanted to to buy uh, some extra fishing equipment or buy a video game. And for some reason, it was really uh, demasculating for me to go to my wife and be like, can I buy a video game, please? <laughs> I felt like a little kid. So, well, and, and that was hard on my ego, right? And so what we did is we came up with a budget and we said, uh, every month you get this amount of money for you to spend on. And she got the same amount as I did. And then, uh, and then after that, we could spend on whatever we wanted. We could save it. And it was our own little cash. And so like if I saved up some of my money after all the bills were paid for, we kind of separated there. Then I could get whatever I wanted. Didn't have to go get permission. You know what I mean? So you got to figure out little tricks, little secrets that work for you in your marriage. Yeah. And just come up, work together, you know, be a team. Um, have, come up with solutions that work for you. Right. I think that foundation that they talked about is is you decided early on, right? And so did, so did we divorce is not an option. It's just not on the table. It's not something that's going to be acceptable to either one of us because we have decided to love each other forever. And that's, that's the promise we made to each other. And, uh, we mean, and we intend to keep it fully, you know, no matter what thick or thin, that's, that's the vows we make, you know, for, for better, for worse. Sometimes it's worse. Yeah. You that's know? part of the vows, mm-hmm. right? Part of the for, for sickness and in health. I mean, it's sometimes you're sick <laughs> for better, for worse. And that's, right. that's what it comes down to is, you know, we, if, if we take our promises seriously, right. And, and I, I do because of, you know, my, my faith. I mean, I, I, I do, I take this very seriously, then they should mean something. Right. 
you know, and we shouldn't be just quick to break them and go, oh, you know, it's it wasn't what I wanted, and and then I, I changed my mind. Yep. That's that's not. If you're going to change your mind, don't even go there. <laughs> you know, and you know what else mm-hmm. I'm learning too is that uh, relationships evolve over time. It's never yeah. the same. So yeah. kind of going back to what you were saying, Stephanie. You know, like. Uh, it was the attraction and the mm-hmm. the romantic stuff that got us got us started, yeah. but then you have to work past that because it can't always be that way. It won't, won't and it it won't always be that way. And so it evolves. And so the the neat thing is, you may not like the the knocking off of the rough edges, as it were, because it's painful and it doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. But you're you're what you're doing is you're evolving together and becoming one. I like that metaphor mm-hmm. of knocking off the rough edges because yeah, if you knock off so the rough good. edges, it, you become polished. There you go. I love that. I, I love that. That's stone. awesome. And then uh, it's like two <laughs> separate rocks clanging and smashing into each other. Eventually, they're molded into one. Oh, yeah. I love right? That. Ooh, mm, rock. That's a great <laughs> imagery. Yeah, great imagery. Because I love science. that. So let's say someone's listening and they um, – lost in their marriage or they feel disconnected from their spouse. They feel like they like the ideas that you're all sharing. They connect with it and Mm -hmm. they're in a Mm -hmm. Christian marriage, but they feel like the love has been lost. Um, How can they regain that? How can they find that again? What can they do? You know, are there things that you all do when you're struggling in your marriage? Like, prayers that you say or scripture that you go to um, just to encourage our listeners in their marriage journey? Um, I guess praying with your spouse is good, but if you're not feeling it and you're not, you know, spending that time together, at least pray for them. Right. I think the more we open up in prayer and talk to God about it and tell him what's going on and tell him, you know, what, what you're dealing with, what you're struggling with, uh, but pray for your spouse, right? So much so that, uh, you know, you are on their behalf, right? For them, you know, that you're bringing them before God and saying, help, help me to, you know, to, to love them more or help them to love me more, whatever it happens to be, right? It's, it is nice to have a friend to talk to in, this, in that regard. If you're struggling with something, finding a friend is huge and a trusted friend, one that you can share the stuff with and things that, that, that are totally deep and meaningful to you, right? But um, and, and I guess that would be another step, you know, but definitely praying for them. I mean, it's one thing to pray for yourself and, and your needs and your desires and what you want. Right. And that's good to pray that God would open your heart again to your spouse, but also that he would open theirs well, to you. Yeah. Stephanie, it'd be good to get your uh, input on this, too, because this is just me speaking for women, so to speak. Uh, isn't isn't it impactful when you see your man pray? So like my advice mm-hmm. would be like, take your wife's hand and humble yourself in front of her and in front of the Lord and pray to the Lord telling him your concerns. Because I think when a mm-hmm. woman sees her man open up honestly to the Lord yeah. and saying, God, I don't know what to do. I'm struggling. I'm having a hard time figuring out how to take care of my wife. We are having a hard time. We're separate right now in our hearts. I need your help. I need you to show me what I need to do. I mean, I think if you prayed that in front of your wife so she knows your sincerity, that I don't know what to do, and be honest with it, but I want to do something. I want to make better. God, please help me. Well, and I think it starts with that honesty, though, too. I mean, you have to be honest with yourself and quit deluding yourself that everything's okay. 
that things are going to be okay. It's, you know, it's, if you're finding yourself separate from your spouse, if you're finding yourself in a situation where, you know, the, the quote unquote love isn't there anymore. And, and again, understand that's kind of a normal thing. Sometimes the, the, the feeling of love comes and goes, right. But so that decision, that bedrock decision of unconditional love, no matter what, no matter how I feel has to be there. But if you're not feeling it, right, it's taking that and doing something about it. Well, to me, that's maturity, too. Yeah. Like, that's just being an adult, because as children, we're all about how we feel. We're all about our emotions. And if we don't feel like it, we're not going to do it. That's called being a child. That's childishness. And so if you're a man and you're not feeling it, whatever, get over it. (laughs) Be a man. Step up. Get down on your knees and and wash the feet of your wife because God, Jesus calls us to wash the feet of everybody he's given us in charge of. And if you read in first, was it Thessalonians we were reading last week where it says, if you don't take care of your family, yeah. your wife, you're worse than a non-believer. Worse than a non-believer. <laughs> you know, that's what it said in First Thessalonians, that, but... which is crazy. Yeah. But the point of that is, hey, if you are a man and God has given you a wife and he's yeah. given you children, your first responsibility is to take care of those God has given you. Yeah. So get and, off the and couch and get on your knees taking, and start washing those feet. Taking care of them doesn't just mean work all the time so they have money. They have a whole lot more needs than just that, right? Talking to them, emotionally connecting, you know, uh, all all, all these things. We have to be connected physically, mentally, emotionally, right? Spiritually, we have to be connected with each other. And if we're only providing for their physical needs, we're only hitting a little bit. And it's important that we connect in all of those levels. That's a great point. And The only reason I can sit here and kind of speak with a little bit of authority about that is because that's what I've done. So I'm not telling any man out there to do stuff that I haven't done. I've done that. I've been there with my son, with my wife, where I didn't want to do it. I didn't feel like it. I wrestled with God about it. Anger, bitterness. You were angry for a long time. Yeah. For two years, I struggled with that. And I just finally, God said, hey, what are you doing? get off of your couch and the, <laughs> and then the games that you're playing and serve your family. I've given you them, you yeah. do it. And I didn't want to, but I was obedient to the Holy spirit moving in my life. Right. And I'm so thankful that God smacked me upside the head and told yeah. me to do that. That's the only reason I can say that's what you need to do. Right. I think service that's, that's ultimately mm-hmm. serve them. Find yes. out ways that will serve your wife. I mean, if you, if you, if you've quote unquote lost the love, right. Serve her anyway. Right. Find out what she needs. Exactly. Find out what she wants. Find out what trips her trigger and serve her. I guarantee if you're struggling in your marriage and you don't say a word, you walk into a room and you get down and you just start washing your wife's feet (laughs) and you start massaging them a little bit, (laughs) cleaning them up, guarantee that's going to be a winner. Game changer. Game changer. That is so good, you guys. And the prayer, I think that is really it's got to be covered. Praying together, praying yeah. together, and then praying for each other. I think that is is where we get our strength to choose the right thing in marriage, to choose service over self service. Yeah. Um, so I think it all really stems from there. And I'm just so grateful for your wisdom and just what you've shared today, and what you've given us a lot to think about. So. Thank you for that. And I know yeah. you share a lot more wisdom over on your podcast at the DC yeah. Experiment. So let people know where they can find you after this. 
Oh, well, the, you know, we have a website, uh, the DC, it's the, you gotta have the, the in there, the DCXP.com. Uh, that links to all of the places where a podcast is located. It's on Spotify and Apple and all that stuff. And we're on Stitcher Google, Google Stitcher. Yeah, yep, exactly. Um, we have an Instagram page, right? The DCXP. Um, and then if you have questions, email us at the DCXP at Gmail. And we'd love to uh, yeah. answer any questions that you have or, talk or, or talk about any subjects that you've got that you want us to talk about. Um, but that's a great way to get in contact with us. And, yeah, and Stephanie, I want to thank you yeah, again we appreciate you for opening up your podcast for us to be here and talk with you. It's it's always an honor just to yeah. talk with a fellow Christ believer and encouraging each other out there. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for being here again. So much fun. And yeah, everybody go check out their podcast, The DC Experiment. And I will talk with you guys again soon. Right. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm so grateful to have you here as a part of this community. And if you love listening to these episodes as much as I love sharing them with you, hit subscribe on your podcast app. And if you're an Android user, you can download the Stitcher app and subscribe there. That way you know every time a new episode goes live. Thanks for being here, friend. Bye for now.